Hello, everyone. Welcome along to Championship Thrill, our uh, daily look at the World Cup. And tonight, we can have a little bit of a chat as well about the one championship game that did take place before it comes back next weekend. Um, big win for Sunderland. Yeah, massive. Uh, yeah. I got to watch most of it. Um, yeah. It was a weird game because Millwall started very brightly and then they just kind of fell off a cliff almost. Uh, a bit like the World Cup. Some of the games really. Better second half from Sunderland. And... Yeah, oh yeah. Sure, that Dallow again was outstanding. He's on loan from Manchester United. Um, He was very yeah. good. Another goal for him. He's he's settled into the championship because he wasn't great last season. Um, mm. Yeah, the all-important first goal he got. Um, they got a second one pretty quickly. Yeah. And like I said, Millwall, very good in first half, not great in second half, was it? Yeah, yeah basically. Uh, and the 3-0 defeat means without even kicking a ball, QPR move up into sixth place. Yeah. So, so and their, next, their next game is West Brom next week, so... Yeah. Uh, Sunderland will climb up to 10th. Yes, it's, they're climbing, and I've said before that they, they might push... Mm. For, I mean, uh, they're only they're only a point off the playoffs after yeah. today's win. Yeah, and they're back next week fully. Um, yep, yeah, back next week fully. Um, not too many teams now left with games in hand. Huddersfield, West Brom, and Coventry, I think, are the only ones with a uh, with games in hand still. A couple of games in hand, yeah. Uh, and I think that's because both West Brom and um, Huddersfield have to play Coventry. Yeah. I'm looking uh, forward to it just coming back in general next week. Um, there we go. There was a bit of a break uh, today, I suppose, from all the World Cup matches to be able to see some championship football again. Yeah. Um, but but there you go. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be nice to have it back again. Um, the rustiness, was there any rustiness there at the start of the game or was it the I case of Millwall were very good at the start? Uh, Sutherland did look a bit ropey. Uh, yeah. Like, and the manager was raging and the touchline Tony Mowbray but like yeah I don't know it's they settled into it in the second half and they just showed that their quality in the end um, yeah it's kind of hard to know what's essentially almost like a, a second pre-season yeah what you're going to be like when they come back uh, yeah. but but there you go so yeah good win for Sunderland in that one there was, and, a, uh, bit, look... there was a bit of news there just yeah just there Alistair Johnston from Canada. Yeah. Is joining Celtic. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they, they put the deal there. Um, very good player. He's one we talked about in our preview of the World Cup show. Yeah. Uh, that we said is, you know, if you're going to watch out for any Canadian players that you don't know of, maybe he's the one. Yeah. And um, I think he plays for Montreal. So yeah. I think it's, he's going to be going from Montreal, I assume, to Celtic uh, whenever that happens. I assume January transfer window. January, yeah. Um, so yeah good move good move good move yeah. as we had today in the World Cup we had uh, two round 16 ties uh, it's weird for me that they started calling it round 16 that's very Americanized or something when I was growing up it was always just the second round yeah yeah oh yeah um, this this round of 16 is a bit, is a bit very American but, uh, but there you go Seems to be like that with every sport now, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when it came in, when it became, you know, just not round two anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, but there you go. Uh, the early game, when I was obviously uh, enjoyed, 
for yeah. most was uh, Netherlands beating the USA 3 1. I I was very impressed with how Holland played in this game, to be honest with you. Yeah, the US they... had their chances as well, but I don't know, they just kind of controlled the game a bit. Besides uh, two or three chances for USA, I thought they were very, I don't yeah. know, lackluster maybe. Yeah, and we've been waiting for Dumfries to kind of show what he did and Memphis, in, in the Euros. And Memphis, Memphis, as we know, has come back from injury, so every game he plays, he's going to get better and better. Yeah. Uh, but Dumfries, two, two or two assists and a goal. Yeah, he was very good. Uh, really, really good. But, and uh, Daily Blind, who doesn't get that many goals for Holland. It's weird because Memphis and Lynn's goal almost exactly the same goal. Yeah, and obviously probably something they've worked on. Now, Van Gaal gets a lot of, um, I wouldn't say hate, because hate is the wrong word. Criticism is the word. A little bit of criticism because Holland and uh, a lot of the Dutch fans would have grown up with the Ajax teams of like the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And the Dutch teams under Renus Michels and, and, you know, total football and basically a 4-3-3 system. Great attacking football, players just swapping positions all over the place and wonderful to watch. Van Gaal is a little more cautious, well, more than a little more cautious. Uh-huh. He plays a different type of style of football than maybe the Dutch fans like. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It seems to be very effective. Yeah, they're definitely, uh, they're the, more, they're the most organized I've seen the Dutch squad in a while. Uh, he's he's very good. I mean, you got to remember, last time he was in charge of this Dutch team, they made it to the World Cup semi final and only went out to Argentina, ironically, on penalties. Yeah. Uh, and they haven't qualified for World Cup since. Yeah. Then he comes back in, and it's now uh, something like, I don't know, 16 wins and three draws in the 19 games he's been in charge. It's mad, isn't it? You know, he's, he's all, just... All, all this is well on top of his illness. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's you know, it's going to be sad, I think. I know he kind of half-retired once uh, and then came back, obviously, for Dutch job. If anyone is a fan of, of football, I would recommend you watch the Van Gaal documentary on, on Amazon Prime if you have it. It's uh, it's very good. Um, it is really man good. just loves, loves football. Um. He kind of reminds me of those because um, I know you're a big WWE fan, well, big wrestling fan, not WWE. Yeah, uh, professional wrestling in general. Uh, and he kind of reminds you of those old wrestlers that just don't know when to stop. The yeah. the Terry Funks or, or those kind of guys that like retired, but they're still wrestling twenty years yeah, later yeah, after yeah. they retired. I know, I know what you mean. It's just like I think he first retired something like ten or eleven years ago, and he just it, it just didn't take, and then. After Man United, he retired again, and you know, then he took over the Dutch team, and then he got his cancer, obviously. And you would have thought, well, look, he'll step back now, deal with that. Someone else will come in, um, but no, he stuck with it. He beat the cancer, and he's back here now again, coaching them at the World Cup. And he says he'll retire after the World Cup, but it's like, you know, probably will, but will he really? You know, it's <laughs> like if another job comes a call, then is he going to turn it down? Exactly. You know, it's it's hard to know, but he'll be missed because he's a he's, he's a very a funny kind of a guy. Yeah, he's a and he is a great character. He really is. Yeah, great character. Uh, so he will be missed. Uh, but good win for them, like we said, and they've slowly been doing okay in the tournament. Uh, yeah, today now was the best I've seen them uh, in terms of controlling, as you said. 
Yeah, I mean, they've played, what, they've played four games on the tournament. They've drawn one and won three of them. Yeah, it's just gap go today, I thought. It was the kind yeah. of thing they do great. No, and I mean, the thing is, and they're matched up against Argentina, and we'll talk about the, the Holland-Argentina game, I suppose, once we talk about Argentina first. But, uh, yeah, I didn't think Gakpo was brilliant today. Yeah. Um, but the other players stepped up. The Depay stepped up. Dumfries stepped up in a huge way. Yeah, oh, he's superb. Um, you know, and, and we know how good he can be. Yeah. And it is a, it's a strange one, this, um, like I said, the way that Bengal sets up, because we're so used to Holland playing that 4-3-3 formation that they've done for so long. That's that's what I grew up watching. Yeah. And Bengal has this, like, 3-4-1-2 kind of formation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with, with Dumfries and Blind, almost like wing-backs, but playing almost like wingers at the same time. And then he has Klassen kind of in, playing in behind Gakpo and, um, and Depay. Um, and they're kind of interchangeable the three of them, they'll swap each other's positions all the time, so they're constantly moving around, and then he just leaves the young and the room to kind of hold it in the mid- middle of the park and not do too much else um, yeah. but yeah, I, very very impressed with them, very happy with them uh, America, had, but, again, America had a couple of chances but nothing that was going to push yeah. but I think overall for America as the host next time, obviously, we know Mexico have gone out, Canada went out, now the USA are out. But uh, a tournament they can be somewhat proud of, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, they didn't show up today, like you said. They weren't at their best today. Uh, but part of that, too, I think, was uh, was the Netherlands team stopping them from being at their best. Uh, you know, they, they got the win they needed over Iran. Then they got, what, two draws in the group? Yeah. With Wales and England. So um, I think they can go away, you know. You know, okay, they they got knocked out to a to a very very good Netherlands team. It has to be said, I think. And um, you know, other than that, two draws and a and a victory in the group stage, and I think they can go go home fairly happy with themselves. Um, Without, yeah, I think they've almost overachieved, but they haven't in their heads. I'd say. Yeah, I think they haven't in their heads, but I mean, you know, they they came out of a group that wasn't the easiest group in the world. Now we know how bad Wales were, and Iran, you know, gave them quite the scare. Um, weird goal for America. What did you think? Like for me, there's no way he meant this. No, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> like if, I, if, I don't care what he says. I think he just hit his leg at it. Yeah, I mean, if he claims that he meant that, that's the greatest piece of skill I've ever seen on a football pitch. Yeah, yeah. But there's no way he meant that because you can even see him looking himself. I think, and he's like, he's almost as surprised as anyone that it ended up in the net. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's not like that goal by who's that again? Oh, who was it? An Arsenal lad? Remember that goal that the Arsenal lad kind of was running and he kind of sticked his leg back and hit it. I can't remember the guy's name. It's okay. definitely an, it was definitely an Arsenal player, yeah. but it was yeah, similar yeah. to that. But this guy meant this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that day, he definitely didn't mean that. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. Was it a Giroud scorpion kick? That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Against, maybe against Crystal Palace, I think it might have been. Yeah, so it was yeah. something like that, but there was no yeah. way that he was able to pull that off like that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I, you know, again, like just as a as a fan of the Netherlands, and um, I was very, very happy with the win. I was very happy with how they played. 
and I'm uh, I'm looking forward to the game on Friday because I think it's going to be a great one. Yeah, it's, um, it's very hard to call again. I think so, and they're going to be playing against Argentina, who were very lucky. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. of similar in some ways, and uh, to the Dutch game in that they kind of never looked in trouble until they were suddenly. Yeah, yeah. It was um, always it's always an exact copy of the same game, but it just didn't go the same way in the end. The thing is, Australia defended well, and the Dutch can defend well. I think they're going to find it hard to break down the Dutch team. Now, Messi did well, and it was in a way, a way I can see him getting frustrated because, like, McAllister played well. McAllister's having a great World Cup as well. I think he's yeah. he's playing well every game for them. Uh, yeah. And like you said, he's having a great season at Brighton. He's their top scorer at Brighton this season. Uh, he, he could be, yeah. He really could be, yeah. Um, he, you, you reckon he's going to move on the summer? Uh, and if he keeps playing like this, the World Cup, he absolutely will. If not January, it's a yeah. Uh, That's what I think what, yeah. Them aside, Messi and McAllister, I didn't think anyone else was particularly brilliant. No, they were average. Um. Uh, Australia. I think Emmy Martinez saved them at the end, which, you know, what you want your goalkeeper to do. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, he didn't have a whole lot to do. There was a couple of, I think, shaky clearances and that from him. Yeah. Um, I didn't think they were great in midfield. I didn't think they were great going forward. I think there was once or twice where Messi kind of carved open Australia, but he had no one to kind of pass it to and he ended up just running into too many players. Or there was... A great run, and I can't remember who he played it to. I think it might have been, um, I don't know, was it Mar- one of Martinez? I don't think. Um, I don't think it was. No, it, it could have been. I don't know who it was, but it was someone up front anyway. Um, it could have been Alvarez as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, 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 yeah was he, he just slid him through, yeah. and your man just blasted it like up yeah. over the, 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 the bar um, after a great piece of skill from Messi. And, I think that's got to frustrate Messi a little bit. He'll be happy, obviously, with the win, but that when they are making chances, they're not taking them. This is the time now. Like if if he can pull off this World Cup win, Messi, yeah, uh, he's and, and he has dragged them yeah, like almost thing. Him and McAllister, to be fair, the two of them together. Yeah. Um, I thought their, I don't know what was going on with their first substitution either, and I. Like for me, Martinez has been playing well for them at the back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't understand why why um why he then came on after fifty minutes. Um Yeah, you know, but, he hasn't started that many games in the World Cup. I think he started yeah, one other game. Kinda of, kinda of surprised by that, yeah. I suppose the first goal was great for Messi, wonderful strike. Um Second goal, terrible work from the goalkeeper. Who we've said if if Australia do well, the goalkeeper has to play well. And to be fair, he did a lot of things well today, but that well. was a disaster. Yeah, it really uh, was. Basically, giving the ball to Alvarez. I don't know what he was thinking, to be honest with you. And then it seemed like it was just going to fade out to nothing. This match, yeah. Argentina were just keeping a hold of the ball. They weren't really attacking too much. A couple of half chances. Australia were kind of doing nothing with it, hitting and hoping, and then kind of out of nowhere, they got a goal. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I'm definitely against the run of play it for sure. Um, 
But to and get after that, like, they kind of made a few more openings. Yeah. There was one great block. Um, I can't remember who got the block in. But oh my God, there was some great block there. Um, when Iran pulled the trigger, that would have made it to all. And then right at the end, Martinez made a great save to stop the goal extra time. Argentina kind of were hanging on a little bit in that last five, six definitely minutes. Certainly it was definitely very exciting at the end. It was. And whereas you said the USA, in your eyes, probably overachieved, but they won't see it that way. Yeah. Australia, I think, are going home really happy. They oh. won't be happy. I shouldn't say happy. No one likes to lose. No, but like they'll be going home like like what they've done. Yeah. They, they should be proud of themselves. Absolutely. When they reflect on it and they, you think of the group they were in and what happened to them in the first match where they were embarrassed, essentially. Yeah. By France. So you think they're in that group and you think everyone who's in that group, you think Australia are bottom of that group. They don't have a prayer. So to get out of the group is impressive enough. Yeah. And then to really push Argentina. Um, so that was unbelievable but Argentina going through and Messi I suppose we have to talk about his 1000th appearance yeah. what a milestone that is for any player yeah, he scored 9 World Cup goals in that yeah in that time like, um, he is, like if they again as I said earlier if he wins the World Cup this time he'll yeah. go down as the greatest of all time for sure yeah I think a thousand career appearances is, is, is crazy like he's 35 years old um, so to hit a thousand is, is kind of crazy. Hundred and nineteenth cap for his country as well. Yeah. Um unbelievable. And uh, it was his the goal he scored today. He passed was, it into the net, did he? He almost huh? passed. He always passed it into the net. Yeah. He, he that was his seven hundred and eighty ninth goal out of his one thousand games. Yeah. And ninety four of those goals have come for Argentina. Yeah, yeah. You know, if he keeps playing on for Argentina after this World Cup, and I don't know if he will. No, I, I, I don't think he'd want. I don't think thirty. Well, I wonder does he want to hit a hundred goals for Argentina? Yeah, oh, I wonder will he stay on for maybe till the next Copa America? Okay, that makes sense. And maybe retire then. I like. It would be so nice. I. It's one of those where you're so close to a hundred goals for your country. Yeah, you really want to just like is it something he'd regret in like 15 20 years' time that he'd say, Why didn't I just play for another season for them? You know, a few dodgy friendlies or something to get me six goals as quick as possible or whatever. Um, but 35, his last chance, his last World Cup. I say that, but I honestly wouldn't rule him out being at the next World Cup, even at 39. Um, it might be one of those um, I'll retire from international football then they qualify it's like well you know what if I'm still playing well enough for my club when it rolls around I'll play yeah yeah it might be one of those where look I'm not going to take part in the qualifying yeah but if I'm still okay club form wise maybe I'll come back Um, so but in all likelihood it will be his last World Cup because it will be a lot to ask him to still be at the top of the game at 39 years of age. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll wait and see. But yeah, I just thought he was very, very good today. I really did. I, he was, it, it's one of those where like with both teams, it's like, it's almost like um, on the playground where one team just has a guy who's just better than everybody else. 
and it felt like that at times today. And he, you know, like I said, the rest of the Argentina side, McAllister side, weren't great. And sets up this game now against Holland. And um, I don't know. I, like, they've had a few classics, to be fair. They seem to meet each other in great games at World Cups. Yeah. Semi final in 14, that obviously went to penalties. The uh the game in in uh, in France in '98 with Burkham's goal right right at the end. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously the World Cup final in 1978 that went to extra time. On Friday it'd be very hard to call, but I'd really looking forward to it. I I do too. I think it's I think it's it's set up to be just a great game. Who who, think... who owes who a win? Does Holland owe win? Are they owe the win against them? I guess they're probably disappointed, Van Gaal, especially that he lost out to Argentina in the semi-final of uh, 2014. Because yeah. I think, I think that was a wonderful Dutch team. I really do. Um, when you think back to it, you think back to the players they had. Um, I mean, that was the year Aaron Robbins should have won World Player of the Year. Oh, very doubt. Yeah. I mean, he was brilliant in that World Cup. Even just the whole season in general, he was outstanding. He was brilliant for his club as well. Yeah, it was unbelievable. He how he didn't win that year is beyond me. Yeah. But you look at that whole tournament for Holland, uh, which Van Gaal was in charge of, obviously. And you know, a dodgy penalty in the first game gave Spain the lead, and then that brilliant diving header from Van Persie, and uh, Robin then took over, and they ended up beating Spain, who were the defending champions, I think, weren't they? Yeah, he would. They ended up beating Spain. 5-1. Yeah, it was a big result. In the opening game. And then they went through. You had the whole Tim Krull thing coming on for the penalties against Costa Rica, I think it was. Um, where they, he brought him on just like 30 seconds before the penalty shootout. And it seemed to get into the other opposition's head and Krull made like three saves in the shootout. Yeah, yeah that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right now, actually, and then obviously they went on and ended up losing to Argentina in the semi-final. So you never know. Which I think was a, which I think was a pity that they lost to Argentina because I honestly think um, it would have been a better final had uh, had they been in there with uh, with Germany. Yeah, I, th- I think it would have been a better final. Um, Argentina obviously ended up losing it in uh, in um, extra time in the final. I think was it Mario Götze got the winner. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Who didn't have a great tournament but managed to get the winner in the World Cup final. But yeah, so. I think Van Gaal will feel he owes Argentina one. But then, you know, they've had some great games down through the years, like I said, in World Cups. Uh, the, the the three previous meetings that I can remember anyway were, the were like I said, 78 final, which Argentina won at home in Argentina. Then the 98 in France, where that great Burkamp goal, you know, won it right at the end. And then obviously the penalty shootout the last time they met each other. So, yeah, Holland, probably Holland's turn. To, yeah. to beat Argentina, and I certainly hope they do. But I think it's it's going to be a great game. I really do. Um, I think Argentina's the like their squad. The rest of the players are going to have to play a lot better than they did against Australia. Um, because you know you're you're relying on Messi again. You were, you were, really and good. he is thir- Thing is, as great as Messi is, and he really is, he is thirty five. Yeah. Exactly. This, this will be his fifth match in two weeks. Yeah, yeah it's going to be take his toll, right? Uh, you know? So, 
Um, I know they kind of took their foot off the gas a little bit when they played Poland. Um, but at the same time, it is still tough on anybody, let alone a 35-year-old, no matter what shape you're in. Um, whereas I think with Holland, they have the likes of Dumfries has come back into form after like an injury coming into the tournament. Depay is after coming back into form after you know slowly building up his fitness in the tournament. Uh, and I just think they might be that little bit fresher, the Dutch team. That said, you know, Messi is a wild card always, and you never know what he's going to do. McAllister's been in great form. And Argentina are not bad at the back. Yeah. So it's like, I couldn't call it. I, I really Sorry, couldn't. Cost. I really couldn't call it. I think probably for most people, Argentina would be the favourites, but I'd say just. I think it's kind of like 55% chance Argentina, 45% chance the Netherlands. I, I, I think is where you, you'd probably find a lot of people. Um, and it is that close. And it okay. is for place in the World Cup semi final. So exactly. it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. What time is that on? Three? Um, I am not sure about that one. I have to have a have a look ahead to um, Friday. To Friday, I believe it's on. Yeah, Friday, the 9th of December, 7 o'clock. Okay. Brazil beat. Uh, so that'll be on at seven, and then the winner of Group E, I believe. Uh, wow. The winner of Group E's game. Uh, Japan, Group F, that one. Yeah. So, yeah, so the winner of, um, you know, Japan, Croatia, or um, Brazil, whatever the other one that they're playing with. Huh? Brazil and Korea. So, yeah. Uh, I say like I could imagine it'd be hilarious if it was Japan against South Korea, but I can't see it happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be the earlier game, and then obviously, let's say it's Brazil, and then I don't know, it's like pick Japan or Croatia essentially. Yeah. Uh, and then the winner of you know, let's say it's Japan, the winner of Japan and Brazil would play the winner of Holland and Argentina in the semi final. Yeah. Um, so it could be Brazil and Holland, which could be Brazil and Holland, could be Brazil and Argentina. Um, I suppose the news for Brazil as well is Gabriel Jesus. Um, if we think about that, we look ahead to tomorrow's tomorrow's games then. But Jesus was saying he was suffering from pain in his knee. Okay. Uh, he went and had a scan today, and they've essentially said he's not going to play again in the World Cup. Hopefully, it's not serious. Um, the early reports that I get from the Arsenal side of things is. Arsenal are looking to now get him released from the Brazilian squad, but okay. I think Brazil might want to just keep him around just in case. Yeah. Uh, but also just to have him around the team because he's someone with a bit of experience, someone that a lot of the players like in that, and um, a good motivator of people. So they might want to just keep him around. Same yeah. with Alex Tellez, who looks like his World Cup could be over as well yeah. uh, for Brazil. So. Um, yeah, and with Neymar, we don't know what's going on there. So, yeah, um, a few injuries coming in for Brazil. Neymar should be back there, saying though, this week. They were saying he should be, but you know, how fit will he be? And like, yeah, that's this. You know, will another knock like put him out? Then you know, it's it's always a tricky one. Uh, but anyway, from the Arsenal side of things, um, the the early talk is that there's a chance. That he won't make the game against West Ham on Boxing Day, on uh, St. Stephen's Day, as we'd have it here in Ireland. 
but he should be back for the game after that. That it's not a very serious knee injury, but it it might be enough to just keep him out of the World Cup. Bit of inflammation or something. But we'll have to wait and see. I suppose. Uh, so let's have a look ahead, shall we, to tomorrow? Um, what should be great games, obviously. Um, on uh, Sunday, fourth of December, three o'clock, France v Poland. Um. Yeah, Poland. it's hard what to call, but like yeah, Poland. Yeah. What I thought funny about France was there was talk of the French FA complaining to FIFA that they should change the result of the Tunisia game to one all because um, the referee made a mistake, a very bad mistake or whatever. Griezmann's goal should have counted. And uh, the fact that the French Football Federation could say that without a hint of irony, given what Henri did to Ireland. In, yeah. in qualifying for the World Cup that time. I know, um, I know. Because they certainly weren't crying for that game to be replayed and the result to be overturned. Exactly. Uh, after a refereeing mistake. So I, I, I thought that was I thought that was uh, I thought that was kinda of funny on the behalf of the French Football Federation. Yeah. Um but Poland scraped in, I, I guess, essentially. Um it'll be an interesting game. I think if France have to I don't know. I'm just think, thinking about it. They show them too much respect. <laughs> that yeah. they, they might lose. Yeah. I mean, France lost to Tunisia, which we said, like, okay, they made so many changes, but we talked about it at the time. Momentum's a big thing in, in a tournament. Yeah. Huge. And losing a game can affect you. Certainly yeah. will affect the players who played in it. Yeah, exactly. So France will want to bounce back, but at the same time, Poland also just got played off the park by Argentina in their last game yeah. and scraped into this match. Yeah. So that could go one of two ways. That could go a case of them feeling like, oh my God, we're so lucky and now we're up against France. It's going to be really tough. Or they might look at it as like a free hit in some ways. Yeah, exactly. Like, we shouldn't be here, but we are. That's so, what they do. So let's make the most of it. Yeah. Um. And I think they can cause France problems. We know Lewandowski won't need many chances. And it might be one of those where I think they're going to need a lot of luck, Poland, to win this one. Yeah. I think France should be the overwhelming favourites with Giroud, with Mbappe, with Griezmann, and with their attacking players and that. But yeah. if they aren't firing, I this could be the kind of game where, and we see it so many times when we watch championship matches, a bit like even Sunderland Millwall today. Exactly. Where, like, Poland just take their chance. They might only get three chances in a match and they'll score with two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're asking France, can you get three goals? That's it. It's, it'll be totally. It like my head and my heart both say France. So I, I think France, overwhelming favourites. But I can see a scenario where Poland win this game. Yeah. Um, and again, knockout football, it only takes a rush of blood to the head and a centre-back is sent off after five minutes and yeah, you're playing the rest of the game with ten minutes. have seen that hundreds of times, so yeah. You know? So, you know, but I think Poland will have to. I think Poland have to be clinical when they get a chance. I think they're not going to get many and I think they have to score with them when they do. And I think if they do that, they'll cause France problems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I don't know France like chasing games too much. 
Oh. Um, as we saw against Tunisia, they found it very difficult. And Poland can be hard to break down. Uh, and if Chesney plays like he did in the last, because that's why they're in this round, because Argentina had scored one more goal. Yeah. Poland would have been out, and uh, Mexico yes. would be playing France. Yeah. Uh, and Chesney's save from the Messi penalty is essentially why Poland are, are here tomorrow. So he looks like he's in ferociously good form, which is which is weird. But um, having watched Chesney for years, I know there's always a clangor around the corner for him. <laughs> so we'll wait and see. But he is—he's always been a very good shot stopper, and he's going to need to be tomorrow, I think. Yeah. So yeah. that's that game. And then the evening, we've got England playing it against Senegal. I think Senegal could cause them a few problems. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of England fans I know that are saying it's not going to be plain sailing. It uh, won't be plain sailing because, you know, Senegal at the end of the day, there's no Mane, but they're still the champions of Africa. Yeah, and they're just tough and stubborn to break down. They are. They are. And, like, we, we know Sar. We know how good Sar can be on his day. He doesn't always show up. Yeah. Um, for for Watford, but when he does, he's usually scoring twice or setting up three goals or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, but when he shows up, he's one of the best players in the world, or certainly looks like it. Yeah. Um, so they're going to have to keep him quiet. Southgate then has a decision to make. I think <sighs> uh, when it comes to the forward players, especially in terms of who do you play. Well, the lads said they're going to go back to the Iran team. You see, for me, I think I think Saka gives you an awful lot on that right wing. Yeah. But Rashford was so good in the last game. Yeah. But then Wales were so poor. It's kind of like the problem is they're not he's not going to drop Harry Kane, even though he probably should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um because I think Rashford deserves a chance to start through the middle. Yeah. But if he goes back to the Iran team. Which I think is fair enough if that's what he decides to do. Yeah. Um, I think you have to bring Rashford on with like half an hour to go. Like depending on how the game is going, you might have to bring him on sooner. But I think you have to give him. I don't think there's any point in bringing him on with like fifteen minutes to go. Exactly. I think you've got to give him a bit of a run out if you're not starting Rashford. Yeah, and be... I would start him. Me too. He's very yeah. Uh, he he can change games. I would start him definitely. Harry yeah. Kane is the one that looks sluggish, you know what I mean? He does. And obviously he's their captain and they probably don't want to drop their captain. And look, Kane could go up tomorrow and score a hat-trick and be like, you know, what do you lads know? Exactly. Uh, because he is that kind of a player. But I, I just do think that, like, Saka is so exciting running with the ball. Yeah. Um, I get to see it every week. And he's so hard to stop. And yeah. um, He creates space for others because... One of the reasons Arsenal are having such a good season is, is the form he's in. Because not only is he scoring and assisting, but anytime he gets the ball, you have three opposition players around him. <laughs> which means there's two players free somewhere on the pitch. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this game now. Um, but yeah, I I think he's going to probably go back to that Iran game because that's just the way he is. Yeah. Um, and I think it'll be very harsh on a few players. Well, it'll be very harsh on one player. Rashford, essentially. I don't sadly, think it's going yeah, to be sadly, too hard. Yes. Um, the one player I would have question marks over as well would be Mason Mount. Um, yeah, I don't that. think he's having a good tournament for them. Yeah, and the thing is, he's trying to get a new contract off Chelsea, so this doesn't help him. No, like, for me, 
like you can't really play Rashford in that position. Um, but you could play Saka there. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Like, uh, and then play Rashford on the right. Yeah. Um, I think if he wants to, if he wants to try and get Saka and Rashford into the same team, I think that's how he's got to do it. Yeah. I think you play Saka as that number ten in behind Kane, and you play Rashford off the right. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and then Sterling off the left, which is what he'll do, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Get Grealish on at some stage. Um, you know, you've got Phil Foden then as well to come on. You've got, you know, the other lads as well. I still don't know why he won't start Phil Foden, but anyway. Yeah, it's a strange one. Um, I guess he just really likes the runs that Sterling makes in that. Uh it's a strange one, though. Yeah. Or maybe he just feels, you know, if he is playing Saka, he needs someone uh, with a bit more experience on the other side. Yeah, true. Um, but we, we, we'll wait and see what team... I think his team selection is going to be very, very interesting. I, I really do. Um, Especially when you look at what he did uh, with the fullbacks the last day as well. Yeah. Um. So we'll, we'll wait and see. I assume Trippier is going to be back, right back, Shaw, left back. I assume that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm is. assuming it's going to be Stones and Maguire. We're going to have Pickford on goal. I assume it's going to be Bellingham and Rice. You would think and so. He's not going to be tempted to put Phillips in there with Rice. But yeah. who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Could drop Bellingham. I think he'd be crucified if he did it, and it doesn't work. He won't. Uh, he's not that foolish. Yeah, so it'll probably be Bellingham and Rice. And then I do think it is going to be Sterling, Kane, Saka, and probably. Mount behind them, yeah. Uh, even I though I don't think it should be, I think Mount and Kane are very lucky to be starting, yeah, at the moment for England. Yeah, uh, and it's not like Kane has been terrible. It's just he's not putting the ball back in mesh, and it's something yeah. I don't know. It's like as he's getting older, he he's trying to become more of a a goal maker and trying to get more assists than goals. Sometimes it seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but when you have the likes of Sterling and you've got the likes of Saka. You, you need a centre-forward in the box who they can get the ball into. Uh, and this dropping way down into midfield is just it's, it's terrible. It's not his, It might be his strength for Spurs when he's got Son running in behind him. Yeah. But England don't play that system and I, I, I don't know what it is. I think he's a little bit lost in there. Yeah. Um, but again, like I said, it's Harry Kane. He could go out and score a hat-trick tomorrow. That's it. That's you know, so, yeah. so he's not going to drop him. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I'm assuming we're going to have like thing is I would assume it's going to be France and England come through and France and England play each other in the quarterfinal. Yeah. But if this World Cup has taught us anything, it's assumptions go out the window. Because yeah, even tonight, Australia pushed Argentina all the way, yeah. and I know people were thinking, "Oh, this could be five, six, seven nil." So I'm not going to count out Poland or Senegal. Just. Yeah, exactly. And plus, we yeah. wait for the lineups as well. And then I will tell yeah. more. I think we've been surprised too many times this World Cup to yeah. be uh, foolish enough to think there's going to be no more surprises. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I do think France and England will have to be at their best to win those games. And I do expect Poland and Senegal to, to play well and put it up to them. So. That's about that, I suppose, Phil. Will we leave it there? Uh, yeah. Try and get this out and come back tomorrow after those games and uh, who knows what, 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 what 
Southgate will be after doing by then. And uh, we'll see if we'll have that England France quarter final, which would be a cracker, to be fair. Yeah. All right. Thanks, yeah. everyone, for uh, tuning in, listening, and liking, and subscribing, and rating, and all that kind of good stuff. We appreciate all of that very, very much. So, thank you. And we will be back with you guys again tomorrow night.